Well, good evening and welcome. Glad to see everyone here on July the 3rd, 2022. It's a special weekend for our nation and our communities with Independence Day tomorrow. And along with that, we have a special program uh, today, it being a holiday weekend. And I'll say more about that in just a few moments. Um, A few things to mention today as we uh, begin. Uh, We will be having our Vacation Bible School starting one week from today uh, on Sunday evening uh, the 10th. And that will go Sunday, Monday, and Tuesday evenings. There's something about that in the bulletin. And you can also talk to Donnie Cook, our children's minister, and get some information from her. Ask her how you can help. Uh, Don't ask, do you need help? Ask her, how can I help? And she will have something for you to do uh, in preparation for next weekend and also during our VBS week. Along with that, uh, our uh, several of our church family were in New Orleans this past week uh, sharing Vacation Bible School and the love and word of Christ with so many there. And one of their uh, longtime uh, attendees, uh, a young man that has kind of grown up with them uh, over the last years, uh, his name is Manny, and uh, he was baptized this past week. And so I hope that you'll find uh, some of the ones that were involved in that. Uh, Danny and Lisa Snell can tell you all the groups. Suzanne Brawley was there. Uh, Several others were there. And uh, I know they would love to talk with you about the wonderful good uh, that has been done for years in that community uh, there in uh, New Orleans. Uh, There will be no blast or children's worship today. Uh, So parents, if your kids leave at kids' time and don't come back, you might want to go check. Um, I'm just saying. Uh, But we will not be doing that today. We have a special service, as I mentioned, and we want all of our kids to be able to participate throughout our worship service uh, today. Please fill out a card, an attendance card, members and guests. We would love to have that. You can pass that to the aisle if you want to fill out Uh, one of the blue encouragement cards uh, along the way, that would be great uh, as well. Uh, Some of our young boys will be picking those up uh, later in the service. Uh, Today, uh, again, the holiday weekend, and uh, it just seemed like a really good time for us to plan a special service and uh, spend uh, some time today praising God. And we do that every Sunday. You do that every day, but we're going to do that in in a more deliberate and focused way Uh, today. So rather than one sermon during uh, the service, we're going to have four segments, as you see in your bulletin on the front page, where we praise God for our world that He has so wonderfully created. Uh, We praise Him for our nation as we celebrate our Independence Day weekend. We praise God for our salvation that comes through Jesus Christ, and we praise God for our mission, the mission that He has given us to share and to be a part of his plan of spreading his word and his good news uh, to all. And I will offer a a brief invitation at the end of that fourth uh, segment. And and so I'm super excited. We have a lot of men, young and not so young, involved in this service today. And we want you to sing out and to uh, join us as we praise our great God Uh, together. And we're going to begin today uh, praising God for our world. And before Rusty leads us in the songs, uh, Ethan Stone will come and lead us in a reading of Psalm 19. 
Good morning. I'll be reading uh, Psalm 19, 1 through 6. The heavens declare the Lord of God. The skies proclaim the work of his hands. Day after day they pour forth, they pour forth speech. Night after night they reveal knowledge. They have no speech. They use no words. No sound is heard from them. Yet their voice goes out into all the earth, their words to the ends of the world. In the heavens God has pitched a tent for the sun. It is like a bridegroom coming out of his chamber, like a champion rejoicing to run his course. It rises at one end of the heavens and makes its circuit to the other. Nothing is deprived of its warmth.
Good morning. I want to welcome all of you here this morning, uh, our members, our visitors, those who are joining us online. We're glad you're here with us here on this 4th of July weekend. So a couple of additional announcements that aren't in the uh, uh, bulletin. There will be Caring Kitchen tomorrow evening on the 4th from 5 until 7. Uh, a special announcement. Just want to recognize Dale and Carolyn Kaisley Blackstone. Dale and Carolyn adopted Kaisley this past Wednesday. Just a wonderful, wonderful thing. Uh, we want to recognize the recent marriage of Matthew and Jessica Kimball. Matthew is the son of Lori Kimball, and he and Jessica live in the colony. And they may be here today. I'm just not sure. But yes, they are right back there. They wave, so I'm going to wave back at you. Uh, but they are here today. And then also Elizabeth Sullivan's parents, John and Susan Hunt, are here visiting today. So before um, we go into our prayer, I just want to say one thing. If you look at our prayer and care list, there are people who are struggling. There are people who are suffering. There are people that have challenges in their life. And we're not immune from this. And we have challenges in our life. I, I'll just say this. We have a daughter who has some serious challenges in her marriage that are going on. But I will say this. We have seen God at work. We have seen the Holy Spirit intercede on her behalf. He has put people in her path that have helped her in Kansas, that have helped her here in Tyler, that have helped her here in this church. And that's what this is all about. Let's pray. Dear Heavenly Father, we thank you for this church. We pray for the elders, the deacons, the staff, all the volunteers. We pray for those on the prayer list, those who have been mentioned on the list and those who are not. But we know that you know what we need and you will answer our prayers. If we, if we say a prayer, you will answer them. We pray for those who are suffering, for the pain to be removed, for those that have suffered loss to not be discouraged, and for the caregivers, the patients, to not be overwhelmed. We pray especially for Agnes and Arnold Abels. We pray in all these cases for the Holy Spirit to come and comfort and guide and intercede on our behalf. And Father, we're praying especially for our world. It is a fallen world. It's a challenging world. And we pray for our, our elected leaders at the national, state, and local level. And Father, we live in the greatest country that history has ever seen, a country founded on Christian principles, a country that you have blessed beyond measure. But there are those who wish to see that undone. There is unrest in the world, and we see it all around us. We see it in Ukraine, the Middle East, the Far East. We see it in our own country. And Father, we pray that the leaders of our country will see that having a strong United States is a benefit to the world around us. Father, we pray for those who would purposely take issues for the express intent to create unrest and division among us for their own political gain. And Father, we pray especially for this point in light of the Supreme Court decision that reversed Roe versus Wade. Father, we pray that you will soften the hearts of those individuals. Father, we pray for the growth of this church, that we can spread its word, that we can be a light in this town. And as we close, we pray that we're always mindful that you always love us, that you'll never forsake us, and that you'll always do what's best for us. In your son's name, amen.
I'll be reading 1 Timothy 2, verses 1 through 6. I urge then, first of all, that petitions, prayers, intercession, and thanksgiving be made for all people, for kings and all those in authority, that we may, have, that we may live peaceful and quiet lives in all godliness and holiness. This is good and pleases God our Savior, who wants all people to be saved and to come to a knowledge of the truth. For there is one God and one mediator between God and mankind, the man Christ Jesus, who gave himself as a ransom for all people. This, is, this has now been witnessed to at proper time.
Good morning, everyone. <clears throat> Pardon me. My voice, I'm still getting over a little bit of a summer cold, but here goes. Let's pray together, shall we? Dear Father in heaven, we come to you today I'm mindful of the sacrifice that your son made on the cross so that we could have the ultimate freedom, the freedom from sin. But we also, Father, on this day, one day removed from Independence Day, we thank you, Father, for <clears throat> we thank you, Father, for the benefits of freedom that we have here in this noble republic known as the United States of America. We thank you, Father, for the blessings of freedom that we have, and we thank you so much for the brave men and women that gave their life so that we could have the freedom that we have, the prosperity that we have. Help us to always remember, Father, that it's just not an accident that things turned out the way they did so that we could live the lives that we have. Help us to remember, Father, the next time we, for instance, go get a cool, refreshing drink of water from a water fountain or out of our refrigerator or uh, just out of the tap, that there are people right now today that every day is a struggle for them to have clean, pure water. And we take that for granted here in the United States. We take for granted the things that we ha have, like computers and cell phones, where in other parts of the world, uh, there are people that have to mine those metals and they have next to nothing. It's a struggle every day for them to eat. But we have these, th these things, these material blessings, because we live in this wonderful country. We thank you, Father, for our Supreme Court, that they recently upheld the protections for the unborn, and they upheld the right to pray in public. We thank you so much, Father, for the wisdom of these justices. We thank you, Father, for the wisdom of the framers of our Constitution that set this up to where we govern ourselves. We thank you so much, Father, for the prosperity, for the freedom that we have. Help us to remember that this is the only country that has sent its soldiers to war on foreign soil. And after we left, we conquered nothing. We, we took nothing from them. We, more often than not, we actually helped them out. Help us to remember, Father, the wonderful things that we have and that the men and women that paid such a horrible, terrible price so that we could enjoy this. We thank you more than anything, Father, that we are free to worship you without the fear of persecution so far. And help us to remember that that right could be lost. Help us to remain ever vigilant. Help us to remain ever prayerful and ever thankful to you. We thank you so much, Father, again, more than anything, for your son, Jesus Christ. And because of his sacrifice and your love and his love, we have the freedom from the most, the most horrible scourge of all, which is sin. Father, we pray these things in Jesus' name. Amen.
I think about praising God, my first thought to me comes in the fact that God works so evidently, for lack of a better term, in our life. And I think the best illustration I can give you that, I want to talk a little bit about a man named Jim Daniels. Jim Daniels is one of my favorite people within the church. I came across him about 15 or 20 years ago, and I grew to love him and, and care a lot about him. He was a Vietnam veteran, and he died from injuries and, and things that he suffered while he was in Vietnam. But before Jim ever became a gospel minister, he was a, a sinner. And he didn't have anything to do with the church and didn't want the church to have anything to do with him. And one night his wife came to him, Linda, and said, Jim, uh, the kids, Edie wants to bring the kids from church over to have a devotional. Can, is it okay with you if we do that? And he says, yes, you can do that. He says, I'll, I'll be in the back. You know, y'all go ahead. And so he did. But Jim cracked his door. And he heard the kids go through. They sang some songs and had a message. And, and then Jim's daughter stood up. And she says, I want y'all to pray for my dad. He says, I'm afraid my dad, if something happened and the end of this world came, I don't know if my dad would go to heaven. And Jim heard her say that. And he heard those young people pray for Jim. The next day, Jim showed up down at the preacher's office. They went through a Bible study, and Jim was baptized that evening. That's a great story if it ended right there, but it was just starting. Jim came to Linda a few days later and says, Honey, I'm going to quit my job, and I'm going to go preach. <laughs> so Linda picked her jaw up off the floor and says, Whatever you say, dear. And so Jim ended up in a little town called Cuero, Texas, and spent about eight or ten years there preaching the gospel in a very difficult work. I met Jim. We took kids down there and did a, a vacation Bible school with him for about three or four years. Jim had two things that he said that uh, really kind of spoke of how Jim lived. The first thing Jim was always said, he signed all of his letters, his correspondence, or anything he said to you, he said one, two things, two words. He says, heaven rules. That's from the book of Daniel in the fourth chapter. And I praise God that today that we live in a world where God rules. He knows everything that goes on. He knows the good and the bad. And yet what God is concerned about the most is his church, his people, and the message to those that are lost. God rules. Heaven rules. Let's pray. Gracious Father, we thank you for what you do for us in our life. We thank you for the way you work. We praise you for your power. 
We praise you for your love. We pray for this piece of bread that represents your son's body that was sent to us. And we thank you for that. We praise you for that, for that act that your son went through. And we pray that we partake of this. It's in a manner that pleases you. It's in a manner that comes from our heart. It's in a manner that comes from gratitude in our heart. And we love you so much for that. May you bless this little piece of bread and for what it means to us in our life. In Christ's name we pray. Amen. said there was two things that, that Jim lived by. And the second one was, I asked him one time, I said, Jim, what do you think is the most important thing that we can tell people that don't have Christ? He said, oh, Donnie, that's easy, man. You just tell them the love story. <laughs> the love story that God has for us. And I think there's nothing more significant than that love than we Take this cup and that blood that was shed for us. And I praise God for the love that he has for his children to allow us to do this. Let's pray. Father in heaven, once again, we come to you. We come to you out of praise. We come to you out of worship. And we come to you out of love. We thank you for this cup. This cup which represents Jesus' blood. Not only was it shed for us, but it was shed for us in such an obedient, loving style. And now he willingly did all that just to do his Father's will. And we thank you for that example. And we know that love fuels us in whatever we do in your name. And we thank you for that. May we do this in a manner that's well-pleasing to you. And may we do this in a manner that builds us up and encourages us 
to be more like your son. We love you so much. In Christ's name we pray. Amen. Our title, uh, I think it's in the bulletin, it's also in the page Bill gave me. It says we are free to praise. That's the theme here. Not only are we free to praise, we are free to give. And probably one of the most demanding things that God demands of us is to be free with our physical blessings. To do so not without grudge. Or not without fear, but to give in faith. To give in faith and and trust his people to use it wisely to further his kingdom. We're going to pray out of gratitude and praise for these little things that he does that mean so much to us in our life. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, once again we come to you thanking you for what you've done for us. The world you give us to live in, the world you give us to work in. We thank you for this opportunity, this privilege it is to give back unto you as we have prospered. We thank you for the faith that builds in us. We thank you for those who take this money and use it. We thank you for the kingdom work that you give us to do. Father, you are a great God and we love you so much for it. We ask all these things in Christ's name. Amen. Let's sing I'm happy today while our happy kids come up for kids' time. I'm happy today. Oh, yes, I'm happy today in Jesus Christ. I'm happy today because he's taken all my sins away. And that's why I'm happy today. 
I'm singing today. Oh, yes, I'm singing today in Jesus Christ. I'm singing today because He's taken all my sins away. And that's why I'm singing today. Who knows what VBS is? What does it mean? Vacation. Vacation Bible School, that's right, VBS. That could have been the first three words some of you ever learned, Vacation Bible School. Would not be a bit surprised. Well, ours doesn't start today, but it does start a week from today. It starts next Sunday, and our theme is Bible Boot Camp. And we want all of you to sign up for Bible Boot Camp that starts next Sunday. And we also want you to invite some of your friends and your neighbors and your family members to sign up and come to Bible Boot Camp, our VBS, next Sunday. And because we have a little bit of that boot camp, army, soldiers kind of theme, we're going to sing a song right now about being in God's army. Y'all know that one, right? You may need to stand up for it. So stand up in a, in a relatively safe place. And, um, and, and that'll be good. And we will sing, I'm in the Lord's army. Okay, are you ready? I may never march in the infantry, ride in the cavalry, shoot the artillery. I may never fly o'er the enemy, but I'm in the Lord's army. Yes, sir. I'm in the Lord's army. Yes, sir. I'm in the Lord's army. Yes, sir. I may never march in the infantry, ride in the cavalry, shoot the artillery. I may never fly or the enemy, but I'm in the Lord's army. Yes, sir. How many of y'all want to be at VBS next week? Good answer. Good answer. That's right. Well, we hope all of you are. And you know, today, you don't get to go to blast. That's the bad news. The good news is Mr. Bill doesn't have a long sermon. So we have bad news and we have good news today. So when you go back in just a minute, you're just going to go back to the pew where you are sitting with your mommies and daddies or your uncles and aunts or your grandparents or your friends, wherever you were. And today we're talking and we're praising God for how he loves us how he loves his world, and he gave us that world, how he loves our nation, and we praise God for our country because tomorrow is Independence Day. We celebrate our country, and we thank him for all of the blessings that we have in this country, and I'm losing them fast. So uh, here's what we're going to do. Our last part is about sharing our faith. So we're going to sing the last verse of that song, and then we'll go back to our seats. Are you ready? Okay, quick question. What's a VBS? That's a very good question. Who knows what VBS is? What do you? It's Vacation Bible School, and what do you do there? You have fun. That's right. You love your mom? Well, I'm glad you love your mom, even during VBS. What else about VBS that you love? Uh, I, I need something. Okay, they are working on the air conditioner. That's right. And that's a good reason not to go to blast. That's right. That's right. What, babe? 
you love your sister too. I think that's great. One more and then we'll go on. What is it, babe? Do you, can you think of one? You love your what? Your, your brother? Brothers, brothers, plural. Okay, good. I'm glad you love them all, sweetie, because you've got a bunch of them. That's good. Okay, let's go back to our seats. Are you ready? I'm sharing my faith. Oh, yes, I'm sharing my faith in Jesus Christ. I'm sharing my faith because he's taken all my sins away. And that's why I'm sharing my faith. Well, I'll be reading from Ephesians 2, verses 1 through 10. As for you, you are dead in your transgressions and sins, in which you used to live when you followed the ways of this world and of the ruler of the kingdom of the air, the spirit who is now at work in those who are disobedient. All of us also lived among them at one time, gratifying the cravings of our flesh and following its desires and thoughts. Like the rest, we were by nature deserving of wrath. But because of his great love for us, God, who is rich in mercy, made us alive with Christ even when we were dead in transgressions. It is by grace you have been saved, and God raised us up with Christ, and God raised and seated us with him in the heavenly realms of Jesus Christ, in order that in the coming ages he might show the incomparable riches of his grace, expressed by his kindness to us in Christ Jesus. For it is by grace you have been saved through faith, and it is not my, not from yourselves, it is the gift of God, not by works, so that no one can boast. For we are God's handiwork, created in Christ Jesus to do good works, in which God prepared us in advance for us to do. I heard an old, old story,
Let's pray. Father God, Creator God, you are awesome and amazing and beyond words. You're beautiful beyond description, Lord. And that's evident all around us. Lord, as we look all throughout creation, we're able to see your fingerprints. And Lord, we praise you for that. Lord, we thank you for the freedom that you've given us um, in Christ as we take this time to, to think about the salvation that we've been granted. Um, Lord, we know that it's not through any good works we've done. We know that it's not anything that we've earned ourselves, but freely a gift of grace, Lord, and we can never repay you for that, Lord, so we accept it freely. Lord, we thank you for the gift of grace. We thank you for Jesus Christ and his willingness to come and die in our place. Lord, we know that as Jesus hung on the cross, as the weight of the world, the weight of our sins were placed on his shoulders, we were made clean in that moment. We were made clean through his blood, Lord, and we thank you for that blood. We thank you for the hope of salvation. We, we thank you, Lord, and we praise you for the fact that this life, though we have so many blessings around us, Lord, we're not living for this life here and now. We're living for eternity. And so, Lord, help us to keep our eyes focused on not just there's this life here and now, but focus on what's to come after this, which is unimaginably great. It's eternity with you, Lord. And we can't, can't even put into words how amazing that's going to be. And Lord, we pray that as we keep our eyes focused on that, focused on our salvation that we have, um, that our lives here on earth would reflect that hope, would reflect that salvation. That every person we meet, every word, every thought that we have, um, and our hearts and our minds, Lord, would reflect uh, the hope that we have, Lord, and that that hope would be evident through the way that we live, that those around us would see that there is something different about us. And that's the fact that no matter what may come here and now, uh, Lord, we know that there is more, and we're so thankful for that more. We thank you again for Jesus Christ, and we thank you for the love that you have for us, Lord, and we love you so, so much. It's in Christ's name that we pray. Amen. I'll be reading 2 Corinthians 5, verses 14 through 21. For Christ's love compels us because we are convinced that one died for all, and therefore all died. And he died for all, that those who live should no longer live for themselves, but for him who died for them and was raised again. So from now on, we regard no one from a worldly point of view, Though we once regarded Christ in this way, we do so no longer. Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, the new creation has come, the old is gone, the new is here. All this is from God who reconciled us to himself through Christ and gave us the ministry of reconciliation. That God was reconciling the world to himself and Christ, not counting people's sins against them. And he has committed to us the message of reconciliation. We are therefore Christ's ambassadors, as though God were making his appeals through us. We implore you on Christ's behalf, be reconciled to God. God made him who had no sin to be sin for us, so that in him we might become the righteousness of God.
Pray together. Father, we praise you as the creator of everything that's been made. We praise you, Father, for our wonderful, amazing world that you have made, that, that you made for us, for humanity, to give us a, a home in this life. And we're thankful, Father, that even in the midst of all of creation, we see praise being given to you. Father, we're thankful for this great land that we live in, for our country, for the United States, and we pray that you would bless our leaders. We pray that you would bless all of our citizens. We pray, Father, that you would accept our great thanksgiving for the blessings we have in this country and that we would use, truly use those things to be a blessing to all of those around us. And Father, we cannot praise you enough for the greatest blessing of all, the salvation that comes through Jesus Christ our Lord. And we pray, Father, and we ask that you would accept our love in return, knowing, Father, that we cannot earn this salvation, that, that it is by grace that we have been saved through faith, nothing that we have accomplished ourselves, but strictly because of your love, and because of the sacrifice of Christ our Savior. And Father, we realize today that the story doesn't stop there. That it doesn't stop with my salvation, with our salvation. It doesn't stop with our eternal home. But that you have given us a blessing 
even beyond salvation. And that blessing is to be a part of your mission. And so, Father, we praise you for our mission that is together with you, that you have called us to be ambassadors for Christ, that you have put us in a position where we can be your spokesperson and to tell those around us, implore them to be reconciled to God. Father, as people who have felt the love and forgiveness that you have given, we pray, Father, that truly we, had, we would freely, freely give that same message and that same gift to others that they too might feel the burden lifted of their sins and might be able to live lives of hope and joy that this, the circumstances of this world cannot threaten and cannot take away. Father, put heavy on our hearts the message that we have accepted to share with others so that we might bring them into a closer relationship with you. And Father, help us always to remember that you have called us to do this very thing, that the message and the gospel and the love and forgiveness that we have received, that you have called us to pass that on, that others may see it in our lives, first of all, may hear it in our words, see it in our actions. And then, Father, as we have the opportunity, we pray that you would help us, encourage us, strengthen us, give us the courage and the love to share a message about you with them whether it be telling them our own story or sharing with them the love that you have shown to us, inviting them to bring their children to vacation Bible school or inviting them to come to a Bible class or a small group or uh, just an opportunity, Father, to come and worship and praise you, to sit down and study your word, to become a Christian themselves. Father, help us to be willing to share the joy of this message in such a real way that people truly will see it. Father, you will guide our steps to be close to those who need your love. And at those moments, Father, we pray that you would bless us and use us to share your love and word with them. Oh God, you are our God. And we will ever praise you. We will seek you in the morning. We will learn to walk in your ways. And step by step, we know that you will lead us. And we will follow you all of our days. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. This morning, if you have been reminded of the need in your life, to be closer to God, if you have been reminded today of the need in your life to be closer to His people, or if there are just things that you're going through this morning that you would request this church family to pray about, to pray not only for you, but to pray with you, we invite you to come as we sing this song together. Oh God, you are my God, and I
for this opportunity we've had today to celebrate Jesus and the sacrifice made for us that we might be able to be lights in this wonderful country we celebrate this weekend. God, we've heard so much and thought about and prayed for our country and we're thankful for each and every soldier, sailor, and airman who has served our country in generations past and for those who are standing as in defense of freedom this day, both here and on foreign soils. We pray for your protection, guidance, and providence. God, we pray for our country that we'll be stronger and that we'll return to you. And we're thankful for the blessings you've given us and continue to give us as citizens of this great country. But God, as Christians, we have a greater passport than that of the United States. For we know that your word tells us in the book of Philippians, chapter 3 and verse 20, that our citizenship is in heaven. Lord, that's the passport we all want to cleave to. For we know it leads to eternal mansions in a place called heaven with Jesus and the Spirit and God on the holy throne forever and ever. Help us to live in such a way, not that we deserve it, but that by thy grace and our obedience to your will, we might enjoy the wonderful heavenly realm to come where our citizenship is promised and is sure. We ask these things in the name of our hope, Jesus, the Son of God, we are... We, we say together, Amen. You're dismissed. <laughs>